Welcome to the Paradigms and Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Joe Simmons, and on this podcast, we talk about paradigms and perspectives and how people can achieve different results just by changing their paradigm and their perspectives. Let's get started with today's episode. You can have it all, but the question is, can you really have it all? There's so many different perspectives on having it all, but first of all, you have to really answer the question, what does having it all mean? You know, as far as, you know, your health, your wealth, your relationships, your contribution, your career, your family, what exactly does that look like? And we're going to discuss some major areas today on this episode regarding is it really possible for you to have it all? The first thing I want to talk about is perspective in the sense of the general perspective. And I know one of the five perspectives that goes with the paradigm, which is the abundance paradigm. So the abundance paradigm and the abundance perspective, they go hand in hand. And on the surface, it will tell you, yes, you can have it all. But there are some things that you need to do in order for you to have it all. So, like I said, perspective. You have one perspective that says you can have it all. And you have another perspective that says you can't have it all. Now, let's first start with you can. Now, you can have it all. But... Like I said, there are going to be some things that you're going to have to do. And usually the people that have this perspective, they see the possibilities. They see the potential. They have a higher paradigm level and they have a higher perspective level where, you know, they visualize and they see their dreams and it shows that them having it all. Then you have other people just from a perspective standpoint that says that they can't have it all. Or they can't have their dreams. And getting back to the paradigm and getting back to the perspective, I would say these are people that are more focused on the scarcity perspective. Or maybe they may have the, um, or maybe they may have that, you know, that limited paradigm. Or they may even have a, a minimalistic perspective. And that all comes from, you know, what they see, that comes from their background, that comes from their own personal experiences. And they haven't had any paradigm shifts or they haven't had any paradigm shift perspectives that have been significant enough and have stayed with them enough. But the first thing to have it all is what perspective do you more align with? Do you align more with the perspective that says that you can? Or do you align more with the perspective that says that you can't? And unfortunately, most people fall in line with the perspective of they can't. Next very important thing so that you can attempt to have it all is schedule sacrifice. That's right. Schedule sacrifice. And this is one of the hardest ones to 
master, which is scheduled sacrifice. And it's just basically, it's exactly what it says. Schedule, you have to have a schedule and you're going to have to make sacrifices. And this is the part where, you know, you will have very high steps of business people that push back on, you know, somebody says that you can't have it all. You know, let's say, for example, especially the growing population of female, successful female entrepreneurs that still want to have a family, right? That's going to come with a lot of schedules and it's going to come with a lot of sacrifice. And it's very challenging to be this very successful entrepreneur, but to still also put that same tender love and care into being a mother. And I, I, like I said, I think it's really difficult. Now, what you can do, you can still create a, a strong bond with your child. But what you're going to have to really focus on, you're going to have to focus more on the quality instead of the quantity of the time that you do spend with your child, even with your family, or even with your friends. I'm going to say that again. The way to compensate for this is you're going to have to focus more on the quality and not necessarily the quantity. But it also depends on what, like I said, what level and what detail you play in regards to being an entrepreneur or to pursuing your career. But this is the big one. This is why a lot of people really struggle with. And relationships tend to suffer depending on, like I said, depending on what level you're at and depending on how successful you want your career and how ambitious you are. And depending on how fast your business can grow or your career can go, where you don't necessarily have to always be physically going out doing everything. This is also where branding is becoming important. When you start to grow and develop your brand, and you don't have to necessarily go chasing opportunities all the time. And when opportunities come to you, this allows for that scheduled sacrifice to, to be more beneficial and to be more profitable for you. Whereas if you're still building your brand, whether that's a personally or you're building a brand uh, from a professional standpoint or from even uh, from a company standpoint, then it's going to be, you know, you're going to have to spend more hours in the office or whatever type of environment where you conduct business. But, uh, yeah, schedule sacrifice is uh, very, very important. And I learned that from um, uh, Damon John, a very successful entrepreneur, where uh, Sway from uh, the morning, Sway's morning show, he asked Damon John, he's like, hey, you're around all these billionaires and, how do these guys actually, how do they able to do everything? And Damon John says they schedule every single thing. They schedule everything. They schedule time to spend with their uh, spouse or their significant other. They schedule time to spend with their kids. They schedule time to spend with their friends and family. They schedule time to work out. They schedule time to eat. They schedule time to go to bed. They schedule bath time. Everything is on that calendar. And that calendar dictates their day. And that day would dictate the month, which will lead to the year, which will lead to the decades, and eventually it becomes their lifestyle. So uh, that's something very, very important up front. You have to be willing uh, to have that schedule sacrifice. 
and everybody involved, the people that it will affect, you have to make sure that they're on the same page or they at least understand uh, what is it going to take. So, yeah, you may not be able to, you know, go to your daughter's practices, but you'll make her games. Like, you have to, you know, you maybe you told your son that, hey, the next time XYZ comes up, but then you have to reschedule that and something else has to take precedence, but then you're going to make it, make it up to him on the back end. So this is something that, uh, that, that, that comes with it when you are trying to have it all. Next important thing is what I call resourceful leverage. Yes, resourceful leverage. And there are four components of resourceful leverage. There's money. There's your network, there's your team, and your time. And one of these four is constantly being sacrificed, but it's also helping you create leverage. So if you're very successful financially, you may have the money. So by you having it all and by you having the money, you may be able to pay people to do certain things. One of my favorite stories that I always love to tell is Darren Hardy, the former publisher of Success Magazine, about how at that time Darren Hardy was making $1,000 an hour, and he hired a landscaping company to cut the grass at his home uh, for $100, and his wife uh, enters their home, uh, and he's in the living room sitting down uh, reading and drinking lemonade. And his wife goes to him and says, uh, hey, honey, aren't you going to cut the grass? And he's like, no, honey, you know, the landscaper uh, will be here in 20 to 30 minutes and they're going to cut it. And she's like, well, why are you cutting the grass? And he told her, he said, honey, look, I make $1,000 an hour. The landscaper charges me $100 an hour. So I make a profit of $900. I can use that hour to create more ideas or to make an extra thousand dollars versus me going outside and cutting the grass. And it might even take me two hours to cut the grass. So in that quick story, Darren Hardy was using money uh, as a resourceful leverage to achieve what he wanted because he wanted to have it all. And at that current moment, his having it all was sitting down in his lovely home, drinking lemonade, and reading a book or doing an enjoyable activity as compared to if he would have had to go outside and cut his own grass. So uh, money is a great uh, resourceful leverage. The next one is network, knowing the right people or building certain relationships. Sometimes it only takes one person that can completely um, change the outcome of things. When I was in corporate, I was working at the financial services. I did a great job unconsciously at building a strong network. And part of that was also the law of reciprocity. But when very important tasks needed to be done, I would reach out to my network because a lot of my network at that time, they also owed me favors. 
So I would do things for them and I wouldn't really ask for nothing. And I would just let stuff stack and stack and stack and stack until I really need like a big, big favor. And then, you know, they'll come in and, and assist me with that. And then I had my, my co-workers in my department, like, how did you just pull that off? It was like, how did you, you pull that off? We, you know, something that could have took a day, I got done in two hours. Well, that was because of the network, you know, that I had. Well, sometimes you never know. Sometimes somebody might refer you to something or may even introduce you to somebody else and you might conduct business or it might be a relationship uh, or some other business relationship or it could even be a romantic relationship too. You know, you're at a party and a young lady comes and, you know, you introduce your guy to the young lady and you never know, they may hit it off. But networking is just very important anyway, you know. You may meet your future accountant one day. You may even meet your future attorney one day. So networking is very, very important. So that's a huge uh, element of resourceful leverage where you can pick up a call or you can get in contact with someone, communicate with somebody in your network and they can help you uh, accelerate the process. The, the next one is team. If you're even at an even higher level and you have a team of individuals that work uh, for you or in close collaboration with you in which your team can do things for you or help you. You know, you may have a nutritionist, you may have a personal trainer, you may even have a driver, you know, you may have a manager, you may have an advisor, you may have a therapist. A lot of these different people, they can help you get what you want. They can, you know, help you uh, on your team. Now, even if you're, now also too, if you're in a position of leadership where you're the leader and you have people that report to you, it's the same thing. You can have people on your team that also do things for you as well. That's helping, you know, uh, with resourceful leverage. And then lastly, uh, time. Sometimes it's just putting in time. Sometimes you, in order for you to gain leverage, sometimes you don't have the money yet. Sometimes you don't have a big enough network, network yet. And sometimes you don't have that team yet. So sometimes you have to actually put in your own physical time. But you have to know how to also be resourceful and how to leverage your time so that it can help you get what you want. You know, maybe you might need to invest six months doing this thing, but maybe that six months in the future can help you get three years back. You just never know. So resourceful leverage is very, very important, especially when it comes to having it all. Like besides, I would say, schedule sacrifice, this leverage allows you to accomplish a lot of different things uh, without you always having to be there. And just a quick recap, there are five uh, components or five types of resourceful leverage. There's money, there's network, there's team, and there's time. Next up, priorities. This also goes into schedule sacrifice. You have to know what your priorities are. This is how you really can get what you want. And your priorities should be put on the list first. 
and priorities are going to change. But priorities is something that's very, very important to you having it all. And also a part of priorities is saying no. You have to say no to things. You can't say yes to everything. Hence the reason why you have priorities. You know, you have, and a lot of times you have your highest priorities that need to be set first, and you need to do that first. But this also comes down to your values and your standards. That'll determine your priorities. That'll determine what's really, really important to you. For some people, family is very important to them. I know for most people, you know, if they make... If they have a multi-million dollar career and they save and invest for them, they're fine with that because their family is more important than any money that they can make and spending time with them and you can always get more money back. But on the other side, there's people that are more career focused and they want to accumulate as much money as possible. And sometimes they sacrifice that family time or sometimes they sacrifice that friendship time or just spending time with people that they enjoy hanging out with. But then if they pass away or if somebody else transitions or something happened to that person, then they feel bad, they feel remorseful because it's like here I took this opportunity to make more money but I neglect to spend time with this person. And that's the thing we really have to really try to balance, to try to have it all, because we can always get more money, but we can't always get more time. And yes, granted, you know, with economic, uh, cyclical economic conditions, you want to be as financially secure as possible. But at the same time, you don't want to neglect spending quality time with the people that you say that really matters to you. Because, like I said, that happens all the time. Yeah, you're rich. Yeah, you got all this money. Yeah, you're well-respected and everything else. But you get a phone call that your grandparents, one of your grandparents died, or even both your grandparents died. And you've been meaning to call them and go spend more time with them, but you didn't. Or you've been meaning to call your brother or your sister to go see them, but you didn't. Your cousin that you grew up with, but you didn't. Your best friend or your group, uh, good group of friends, but you didn't. Why? Because you're out here as the young people say, you're chasing the bad. You're going out the money-making opportunities. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But it just depends on what your priorities are. And whatever your priorities are, you just have to be okay with the consequences, whether they're good or whether they're bad. And right in line with scheduled sacrifice and resourceful leverage, especially resourceful leverage, is delegation domain. What can you delegate? What And this also comes back to self-awareness and knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses. But delegation domain is really, really how you get stuff done. 
And it's really how you can have it all. It is that that is really, really how it comes. That's really what it comes down to. What are you willing to delegate? And what are you not willing to delegate delegate? And you have to be honest with yourself. And the thing about it is, this is just my own personal experience, or from what I research, most people can delegate way more than what they're currently doing. But the one one group of people who I really see do this great is billionaires. Billionaires are excellent at delegation domain. I mean, they're phenomenal at it. I haven't seen a better group of people that are more phenomenal at delegation domain than billionaires. I mean, it's just astronomical. But like I said, it's also going to come down to self-awareness. I mean, I'm even thinking about my career ambitions. And I'm 35, getting ready to turn uh, 36 in a couple of months. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm also evaluating how I can, what does my having it all looking like? And what is my priorities looking like? And one thing that is constantly on my mind is my delegation domain. What do I want to delegate? What do I need to do? How do I need to pivot? What, are, what is my resourceful leverage? What's, you know, what's really important to me? So that's something that I'm, you know, really uh, looking at, especially when it comes to, uh, like I said, my career ambitions and publishing and film and entertainment and also in um, coaching and and training and everything else that I want to do. So that's something that I, I constantly uh, keep on my mind is uh, definitely getting better with uh, delegation domain. So the summary for this episode, and you can have it all. You can have it all. Oh, also to bonus, which also goes into schedule sacrifices negotiation. I kind of talked about this a little bit, but you're definitely going to have to negotiate, especially with your friends and your loved ones and your family members. There's definitely going to have to be some negotiation, hence uh, the scheduled sacrifice and the resourceful leverage. But to recap, to have it all, uh, now there's six things that you need. So there's number one. To, you need to have the right perspective, the you can uh, perspective or the abundance perspective. Number two, uh, schedule sacrifice. Number three, resourceful leverage. Number four, priorities. Number five, delegation domain. And number six, negotiation. Thank you for listening to the Paradigms and Perspectives podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this podcast. We really hope that you got some value out of this podcast and that this podcast will assist with you changing your paradigm and changing your perspective so that you can live the life that you was meant to live. And we look forward to seeing you in another podcast episode. Thank you and have a good day.